0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard UEFA opened the door for the SPFL to call the top flight as things stand Hibs announce an NHS shirt logo for next season And Partick Thistle offer partial refunds for current season tickets I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Well the big talking point tonight Gordon is the UEFA statement um, that's come out It's now over to the SPFL and have they thought they had some... um, some talking points to go through before Well they certainly have got a big one now um, It was decided last week To end the leagues in the lower divisions It was muted that if this passed That they had the option to finish the Premiership Now they've got a big decision How long did they leave it? Did they call it just now? Did they leave it another few weeks to get a wee bit more clarity? It's going to be an interesting few days ahead Yeah I do agree um, I think it's a case of sitting down now And planning for the future Gordon uh, the green light's there if they need it And uh, it's up to them to make the right decision Whether they decide to wait another few weeks Or they make an instant decision over in its couple mm. of days But surely the clubs are getting round the table just now And having a discussion the best way forward for Scottish football 0141 That's the number you need to have your say And if you would rather tweet it Then you can do that Clyde SSB Now this date, 23rd of April uh, it, we don't have like cup final dates or, or final trophy dates to, to look forward to I feel like people have been looking forward to the 23rd of April for UEFA to meet and try and give us a bit of clarity um, Since we don't have anything to get us excited on the field It's maybe not been the absolute definitive day that people thought and, and hoped it would be But it's given us a little bit more information in terms of where we go from here So actually UEFA is still Urging everyone To try and finish the season It's still their Favourite option It's still their preferred option They want all the associations To use Their best efforts And explore All possible options Including A different format It says We'll get into that A bit later on To complete the domestic competitions Before the Champions League And Europa League resume Which they hope will be In August However European football's governing body have added two sets of circumstances in which it would be acceptable to end the season prematurely. These are, firstly, the existence of an official order prohibiting sports events so that the domestic competitions can't be completed before a date that would make it possible to complete the current season in good time before the next season starts. So that's where you have to think, okay... That sounds like it might apply to us Because we can't play football of any type Until June the 10th And that includes training And we've also had the First Minister this week Saying that you know football in its usual form Is not coming back anytime soon And even behind closed doors Still has some concerns And some question marks The other potential reason that Member associations can use for ending the season at the moment Is if it's going to cause insurmountable economic problems Which make finishing the season impossible Because it would put at risk the long-term financial stability Of the domestic competition and or clubs So basically UEFA are saying We want you to finish the season But if your government say that it's unhealthy to do so And you can't possibly do it Or your league or your clubs are going to fall apart financially then fine Reluctantly On you go 
mm. and you can you can bring it to an end. Yeah, well, those two points, um, you know, are pretty simple for us in our league. Um, you're right, what you say, Nicholas Sturgeon has has come out and you know said their piece, and there'll be no no crowd gatherings, there will be no games behind closed doors, so that ticks that box. And also our league, you know, you're seeing reports today that the Scottish league. You know, relies so much on gate receipts over other countries. Forty three percent or something like that of their income comes from gate receipts. That is going to cause a problem going forward economically for clubs, and it would it would damage the league. So that ticks that box also. So on the face of it, uh, if the SPFL board are sitting down and taking UEFA's points on board, it would seem a pretty straightforward call. And you just wonder how long they'll leave it though. And that's that. That's my next point. I mean. Would they, would they come out in the next day or so and call the league? Or would they think that's a wee bit too soon? Let's hold off. And you wonder if they do hold off, what are they holding off for? Yeah, I think they'll give it some time, Gordon. I think the, the clubs have stated they want to give it some time. I just think everybody's crossing their fingers and hoping for a miracle. Um, if, if it was a date, 10th of June, that you could 100% start back training, we could fit this in. Of course, eight games You can do that Would it be ideal for the players? No, wouldn't Fitness-wise They wouldn't be 100% But They're fit enough to get And go and play these games No doubt Whatsoever in my mind about that But we've not even got that rubber stamped um, I don't see it happening Teams going back to training in June So as Mark quite rightly said I think it's a big decision And I would like to You know Don't, don't make it in the next day or two uh, Take time and make the right decision to go forward for Scottish football. And if we have to make that decision, there are people going to be unhappy. At least we try then to look forward to the mm. next season. Okay, then what do you think? You've heard what Mark and Gordon think. Uh, no offence to them, but it's more important to hear what you think. 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Based on what you've heard from UEFA today, do you expect that to indeed be the green light for the SPFL to draw things to a close? Or are you still holding out hope that we can come up with some sort of creative solution to get it finished on the field of play? Because that is still UEFA's preference. Let's not forget that That is still their ideal outcome Is that things get finished on the pitch The big question obviously is Is it possible? And that's the one that no one can really answer at the moment Well Hibs Chief Executive Leanne Dempster Is still hopeful that the Scottish Premiership can be completed uh, We've just given you an update on UEFA's issued guidelines But Leanne Dempster says they still can't rush into any decision We do know that we will play football again uh, And we hope it's going to be soon And we're looking forward to getting football back up and running and playing as soon as we can at Easter Road. Obviously, with all the caveats we've talked about before, making sure that it's done in the safest way we possibly can. It outlines, outlines reasons, obviously, but I think it doesn't necessarily change exactly where we are at the moment. I'm still hopeful that we'll have a conversation around how the season might end, whenever that is. I think we have to consider all the options. Um, I don't think that we are on any rush in the next you know, few days or week or whatever it might well be to make that decision. I think we need to gather the information and then make an informed decision. And then if the informed decision thereafter is that the league can't progress, then we deal with it then. And that's the message. Don't rush from Leanne Dempster. Gordon DL, you tend to agree. Yep. I know lots of people, Mark, and I can see the look in your face, you, you sort of think, well, we're, we're not going to be able to get it done, so, so, so why hang around? But just flip that in its head. You know, why rush? Because remember, we voted... 
Or the club's voter I should say To bring the lower leagues to a close With the view to leaving the top flight open And seeing how we can progress So mm. why not take our time and, and make sure we've explored every possible option Well uh, I suppose in a way Time is the one thing we've got So I still think we're going to get to the same outcome I hear, I'm hearing a lot of people like Leanne Dempster You know, I, I can see how potentially we can get the league Or we'd love to get the league done Everybody's in the same boat here Everybody wants the league to be played out to a close But what I'm struggling to see what people aren't seeing With this whole thing With government statements coming out UEFA statements That football isn't going to be played and For, for a very long time I, I mean, I had a conversation today I, I'm actually thinking that we'll be lucky to get a game in before the end of the year. Never mind by the end of June. I think this will keep getting pushed back and pushed back. The argument about playing games behind closed doors has kind of been knocked in the head. How's that? How can you ask footballers to? There's no mass gatherings, but you're asking two football teams with other staff to go and put on a game. So where's the social distance in there? How's that fair? And footballers, I'm hearing things or reading things today. Footballers, and this is down south, get tested before every game. Well, come on, how's that fair? You know, and, uh, and frontline staff. So, how can we put our players out to play and finish off a season when there's so much else going on in the world just now? How how can that be possible? Plus, the fact, Mark, uh, it's very difficult because I was looking at the Germany are, are brilliant at planning things, and I was looking at the way Germany try to do it in zones. You know, zone one, two, three, with you know everybody, everybody like reporters, TV broadcasters going into one zone. Then you've got medical staff and Then you've got It's incredible Even behind closed doors Has got to be really difficult I totally understand Where Mark's coming from And I think a lot of people Out there is the exact same I don't think We're in a rush Gordon Unless the clubs In the Premier League Look at it and think Financially We need the prize money Well, well that's all Yeah Yeah, yeah put out That's fair Because the, the lower league clubs Have already benefited from that Exactly So they're, they're Premier League clubs That we need to keep Afloat uh, so financially they might decide No we need a, a decision quickly now I'll put a bit of pressure on But I think we can just take a step back We know exactly what we can do Take a step back Have a look at things And I think See the, the, the bit I always think we're missing is Why not plan for the worst And hope for the best I don't see any plan I think That could should... be the most profound thing You've ever said on this show You, you like that? I did someone's, Someone must have fed him that Before they came on here <laughs> I'm quite happy you like that Could you say it again? No What was it? Plan for the worst and hope for the best I like that That's good, 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 good. Yep. a motto Well done No I'm delighted with that Come honestly on, well, enjoying it I like that That was his team talk at here <laughs> <laughs> 01419511025 That's the number George in Milton has dialed Hi George how you doing guys? Good evening, Gordon, Gordon and Mark I hope you all your guys and the family safe there Thank, Thank you very much George, same to you What's on your mind? What do you make of UEFA's latest offering? Yeah, I think I was listening to those guys at the start of the show again And I think you guys are right Tell, what, what are they going to leave? What are they going to leave uh, anything for? Uh, stones unturned and, and the hope And I like what the, the, last, the last phrase there, Gordon Outstanding if you do prepare to fail, then you fail to prepare. It's one of those things that uh, it comes back to you guys. But I really don't. That's think... not even what you said. But I like that anyway. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I'm noting that one oh, down as well, George. <laughs> that could be Thursday. That could be next Thursday's saying. 
That's plagiarism, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> We're thinking along the lines here, George. But, but yeah, it's, I don't think, guys. As I said, I said last week, and I said maybe two or three weeks back again when I was on the Malbec, Gordon. And uh, you know, I don't think there'll be any football this season. I don't think what I don't know why we're waiting on anything happening. And I do listen. I listened to Derek coming out the other day. Derek McInnes at Aberdeen saying, "Guys, we'll try and leave it as long as we can." I, I, as a Celtic fan, I want to win the trophy on the park in front of our own fans, like we always did and like we always have done. It's not. There's nothing better, guys, than that feeling and winning the trophy in front of your fans. And I've took every point you've, you've said yourself, Gordon, on board about the asterisks next to names and all these things. That's all down to debate and whatever other people's another Dave, always another Colin. But I would like that if anything, we could maybe complete the Scottish Cup. It is the oldest trophy in Scotland after all, and I would like that completed. Yeah, well, I mean, UEFA are pretty clear. They, they want everything com- completed where possible. And bearing in mind, this is all coming from... Their perspective of how do you qualify for European competitions? That that's what this is actually all about mm-hmm. today. And the, the the phrase that they mention is to say that it must be done on sporting merit. So that for some people's interpretation removes this idea that you could null and void the season because how do you put clubs forward for European competition if you've wiped this season yeah. from memory? Now. Obviously, I can I can sense people saying, "Well, where's the sporting merit in finishing it after what are we at thirty games, twenty nine games?" Yeah. games mm-hmm. Of course, but in UEFA's eyes, that is now at least seen to be better than nothing. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, they do want it finished on the pitch. The line that jumps out, Gordon, and I just wonder where where different countries would go from here. Is um. They would like member associations to explore all possible options Including a, a different format As in play something to a close well, I mean can you imagine we introduced playoffs Or, so, or something like that to, to, to bring the league to a close The UEFA are, are still encouraging um, countries to look at all possible options Including a different format I mean, But again if it's not safe to play then you couldn't do that we, either Gordon we, we couldn't even get a vote right you know the simplest thing. How how could we come up with a different format in the space of what two months? I mean that that would seem a far stretch for us. I, I get what UEFA saying. I I think UEFA should have been more, you know, straightforward. How with, can they though? Approach. How can they? And I think this goes back to something that was sort of referenced um, by the Scottish FA and the SPFLs. Coronavirus Joint Response Group Because they put out a statement this afternoon And it doesn't say very much But but what it does say is It kind of answers your point there um, It says that the, the coronavirus outbreak Is affecting leagues across Europe In many different ways Depending on their financial position Their broadcast deals And the percentage of their club's income Derived from gate receipts In addition The approach from individual governments Varies according to the severity And timing of the lockdown Uh, As a result There can be no one size fits all solution Because there's 55 different countries Some leagues are big Some leagues are small Some have big TV deals Some don't Some are miles ahead With the lockdown And some aren't So Mm. I know that people all along have been crossing their fingers and hoping that UEFA would come out and go, right, here's what's happening, you're all going to do it. 
But in reality, is that possible? In reality, yeah, I suppose then. Uh, so in reality, they've they've handed over the powers to each, you know, the each organisation to make the decision. Um, the the problem is, our country, our the head of our leagues, <laughs> struggle to to come together and and make the right decision, or or all be in tune with each other. So, I, I just wonder if every other league. Mm. Round Europe struggle as much as we do But there's only two decisions right now Mark I can see First decision is Do we end it or do we wait As a waiting yeah. game Do we give it time That's one or two The next one after that Will be reconstruction Do we have it or do we mm-hmm. not Then we move on Because, so be, yeah, it. because I, <laughs> I know that There are various other strands to this Because people are still a bit angry about the vote And, and Rangers and other clubs would like And Independent investigation into that process And all the rest of it But if you allow me just for a minute To sort of boil it down and simplify it The resolution did pass So it's now within the SPFL's board power to call it They could do it right They could do it right now Tonight If they wanted So That's not to say Because we'll find a complication somewhere Mm, We tend to Um, But it's not like the clubs would Although they'll be consulted with I'm sure the top flight clubs You've heard Leanne Dempster Dave Cormack's been vocal On trying to finish it as well They're clearly a consultation process um, But it's not like there's another vote Yeah On this So it's down to the Down to the board That's what you're saying The the nine or ten people That sit on that board It's down to them The the, the decision they make And I, I'm just wondering I think you touched on it earlier So if If they decide to hold off And they say Listen we're going to take our time We're going to take a couple of weeks We might even take a month or two what triggers them? Does it take one club to say, well, you know what, we're we're struggling? Say, I, I don't know, a Samaritan or a Motherwell say, listen, we're struggling here. For cash, we need cash. Does that then trigger them to say, well, come well, on, there, there, let's there, go? There will be a lot to it. That's, yeah. All the clubs are going to be involved, you would imagine. You, like I say, you've heard from Leanne Dempster, Dave Cormack's similar. Other clubs will be the same as well. They want to play it. Can you get it done? That's the difficult question. Thanks to George and Milton for kicking us off. Um, your f- catchphrase is taken off is on it? Twitter. Yeah, Matthew Breckenridge loves it. He says, plan for the worst, hope for the best. Is that why DL has his divorce lawyer on speed dial? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, he's made a few quid out of me. <laughs> on that note, let's get some travel with Stephen and we'll hear from you next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors helping you return to action. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson's here, Gordon DL is alongside him, and they're waiting for you to get in touch on the phones or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. What are you doing over there? (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about a documentary about Guardiola when he got beat. And he walked in and all the players. Right, uh, you bored me already. You can tell yeah, me no, later on. The players were sitting in the dark. He said, <laughs> "If that was you, you, your team would be in the dark all the time, feeling a bit." I was hoping it was something more exciting than that. If I'm being completely honest, still one four one nine five one one zero two five. Mark uh, is in Hamilton. Hi, Mark. Evening, Gordon. How's it going, Gordon? Mark, how are we doing? Not Hi, bad. Mark, are you? you okay? Yes, doing well. Man. Thank you. Uh, I've been asked uh, Leanne Dempster. I think the girl's name is for the Habs. I don't uh-huh. believe. Just need to get a reality check. Well, I said I heard Mark saying earlier on, I don't see any football getting played to into next year. Yeah, maybe and so, but I think her, her point would be, Mark, what, what's the harm in, in just exploring every option before we before we make a decision? What would be the harm in that? No, I can understand that, but I just listen to Nicholas Sturgeon and everybody else talking about this virus, and it's not just going to get away in a couple of months' time or a few weeks' time. Uh, Gordon, that's never going to happen. And I know that you're saying they're trying to, but. It's not going to happen. No chance. Um, I, listen, I'm a, I'm like you, Mark. I, 
I just think that uh, a lot of people in football think we're almost in a, a separate a separate world to this coronavirus, uh, and we're not as affected as any other employment. Um, potentially even worse because you know in terms of getting crowds in, um, you know you can't just go and social distance at your work, putting players out behind closed door games. You can't social distance, obviously, in a, a competitive game. What, what did you make of the, the government? And I can't believe I'm asking you to about a government mm. press conference. Oh. Talk about first time for everything. Um, but the main concern that came from the Scottish government the other day with regards to games behind closed doors was actually what was going to happen away from the pitch. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have been focusing and saying, you know, players can't get too close to each other and you know, marking each other at corners and celebrations and handshakes and all the rest of it. Um, but but the main concern seemed to actually be how do you stop people gathering away from yeah. the stadium to, to watch it together? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that will obviously happen. Now, I think the majority of the public would adhere to it and just sit in their own space and watch a game. But you're always going to get crowds. I mean, you see it just now in, in lockdown. You know, people out of parks together and, and they're being, you know, broken up by the police. That would be worse if there was actual football on the TV. People would say, oh, well, it doesn't really affect me. And it would week after week, I think the numbers would then ramp up. So it becomes a danger. But so they're two separate things. You've got that and you've got the players there isn't any way you could get round that. You know, people think it's two teams are living going out there. What about the staff? You know, yeah. what the people that take to run the club that, as well. That's why, that's why I said, Mark, it was very interesting to see Germany, the way they broke it down, Gordon. It's incredible. Much more uh, efficient than us, oh, though. But, Everybody knows but, that. But, see, we have this in our heads that behind closed doors is quite simple. Two teams, referee, subs, manager there, doc, whatever it is, staff, and then a couple of journalists and... Somebody with a camera It's incredible The way the Germans Have cut it down Into zones And it shows you The preparation That needs to get Even to have the game Behind closed doors Yeah And like I say That's then focused On what's happening On the pitch It's all well and good Coming up with a with a plan for that And everyone If it's Leanne Dempster And Dave Cormack And Ann Budge And Neil Doncaster And everyone putting their heads together And coming up with a Great safe plan for that mm-hmm. And the Scottish government say no, don't think so Because we don't want people gathering yeah. to watch it So you, it's going to require a bit of joined up thinking here I know it's not top of the government's list But it's, go, it's going to require our footballing governing bodies And our country's governing bodies to come together And produce some sort of no joined TV, up thinking Just do it through radio I Maybe, mean, yeah, yeah. Send, yeah there you Just go. send Gordon as the, Gordon the one Commentator. The, the one reporter Just for the, the country old, Back to old school football Oh I'd Just love that Group round the radio I, I think I'd be quite good in that I'm about my way on the show You need to learn the players' names first <laughs> And it's number four on the ball That's plenty uh, Mark what do you think of UEFA's <laughs> intervention today Or UEFA's statement today Do you think that just looks like a, a green light and, and, and we go on and, and call it in the next couple of weeks Or It can be called any time When that happens after the day Definitely but Gordon, you're still waiting for topics to talk about during the, this pandemic. That depends how long we're going to be here. I, go, I'll, I'll take any suggestions. What have you got? Oh, I'm just waiting for a when Celtic they get crowned the nine in a row champions maybe about an hour or two hours one night on the radio but talking about it, you know. Say that again. Celtic, when they eventually get crowned the champions again nine in a row we have a topic for an hour or maybe two hours about it. what do you think? Oh, I think we'll be debating it for uh, two months I don't, I, think, I don't think you'll need to worry about your two hours Mark I think that'll be more than taken care of Mark and Hamilton 01419511025 at Clyde SSB on 
Twitter uh, We spoke to Leanne Dempster About a number of topics today If you may remember Earlier in the week She actually opted to come off That SPFL reconstruction group um, She decided early on to, to step away from it Gordon Scott from St Mirren Has effectively gone on In her place But she is Still keeping a, a close eye And is keen to see What they come up with Nobody can really be sure When football grounds Are going to open again And I suppose uh, To what extent But we need to start looking At what might be required To do so now um, and how we get ready for that So I'll be part of that Delivering it through the SPFL And the SFA's Joint Response Group And um, working with colleagues Both in here in Scotland And uh, and also speaking to others um, You know, in Europe And um, looking forward to kind of playing It's only a small role But playing my part in it Every club, I guess Has a different perspective on it Not just every club But I think every person that you ask Has a different kind of perspective on it I think that shows the challenge That we have I think for me, we have to be open-minded. Um, we need to reflect on what we've got at the minute. I think what we've got at the minute, on the whole, has been good and has worked um, and has a lot of competition, and we want to make sure that that is, that is the case. Um, going forward, and whatever and whatever is proposed or whatever is decided, it has to have the same um, excitement, benefits, and it has to hold everybody, you know, the, the, the interest that we, that, that, that we achieve at the minute. That's the thing you've... You temporarily forget We've got reconstruction Bubbling away yeah. at, at the side of all this You know this from UEFA Doesn't really you, um, In the nicest way possible UEFA don't really care that, That's not what they're on about They're mm. on about How leagues Get teams Into their European competitions yeah. Really that That's what UEFA are bothered by Yeah Well that's that, That's a big thing As well Gordon the, You know With the UEFA statement And And They only really care You know Or Potentially only care about Their big competitions Now for us with the Scottish Cup and, and saying You know Finish things And sport and merit alone What happens to our European place That's come through the Scottish Cup Obviously Celtic are You know Potentially in the Champions League For winning the league But you've now got Hearts Hibs uh, And Aberdeen mm-hmm. What happens to that European place That's up for grabs then? Well I mean if you were to guess Based on what UEFA have said today It wouldn't And, and again this is If you can't finish the Scottish Cup it, if you can't finish the league And you can't finish the Scottish Cup Someone can correct me But Probably it would go to Aberdeen Who's fourth it, it would revert to the league Put it this way It has to be Something that would suit These terms that UEFA set out today And they say If a domestic competition Is terminated for legitimate reasons In accordance with the conditions I told you earlier um, UEFA would require The National Association To select clubs for UEFA competitions Based on sporting merit In the 2019-20 domestic competitions Mm -hmm. So so this season at the moment The Scottish Footballing Authorities Would essentially nominate their teams Or pick them And if you were doing it in the league It would be obvious If we call it at the moment Celtic will get the Champions Mm -hmm. League spot Mm -hmm. Rangers and Motherwell Will get the Europa League spots And then if we can't bring The Scottish Cup to a conclusion Again it would simply be up to the SPFL or the, to, to, to nominate a side Basically Now If they go and nominate oh, St Mirren Then UEFA will probably say Why? Yeah. So you know It, it has to be one That, that, that sort of make, No offence to St Mirren By the way Lovely <laughs> people Lovely people um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point um, UEFA's guidelines 
Today say that that procedure for selecting clubs Should be based on objective, transparent and non-discriminatory principles uh, Associations and leagues should otherwise have the ability To decide the final positions in their domestic competitions Having regard to the specific circumstances Blah 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 A lot, lot of um, words in there um, But but that's essentially what it's trying to say yeah. What would have been easier there Gordon is If we can't obviously We're, we're not going to get the Scottish Cup final uh, sorted So, But then again why do you say it like that Because ultimately that In some ways That's easier to finish Than the league Because yeah. there are fewer games Involving fewer teams I, I Put it in at the starter Yeah I totally understand that But I don't think I think all the concentration Will be on the league So you understand it I But you're ignoring that, it basically Yeah yeah. Okay, I thanks. think I'll be putting The back burner If I'm, I'm honest about it uh, I could be wrong um, But It would have been It's got to go for The top four Right uh, To pick the teams Right away If the only other argument could have been this season if someone else had won the League Cup. For instance, if Dundee United had won the League Cup or St Mirren, obviously, near the airport, not a lot of travelling, <laughs> um, then you could put them in. But I think that the way that's put out there, I think you've got to go the way the league standings are just now. OK, let's speak to Chris, who is a Rangers fan from Kilwinning. Hi, Chris. How are we doing, gents? Not too bad. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Good. Not too bad. Um, so just a wee quick point on the this whole mess that we've we've found ourselves in. Um champions, second place, whatever it is, it's all kinda irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. Um what I'm seeing is if you're going to have winners, i.e. champions, just now as it stands, you need to have losers. You can't have one and not the other. So why don't we just do it as normal? So if we finish it now, we can so um, no, we still have relegation, sorry But why don't we give Hearts Like a parachute payment For getting into the championship So they're not being financially Burdened or financially You know, mm-hmm. upset Because they're being relegated If we're handing out trophies and Because let's not forget Motherwell could still mathematically catch Rangers And that would be a lot of money to them And that side of it as well So if we're going to finish it on the way we are just now Then why don't we have like It's the same for party Chris the likes um, instead of reconstruction Just give them a parachute payment Into the next league Where they should be playing If they get relegated And then we go for there Right I mean I, I get the I get the logic Gordon If you, if you can't come up with reconstruction And, and you, you've You've flirted with this idea yeah. All along you, you are a bit torn on it Because you mm. feel sorry for Partick Thistle You feel sorry for Hearts But ultimately If you're going to say that Dundee United Are Winners of that league Or if Celtic are winners Or if Cove or whoever Do you not need to apply The same logic at the bottom And Budge would say no Because no club should be Worse off As a result of this I, I think it's Chris a, obviously uh, Shows the other side of yeah, it Yeah it's a very difficult one Gordon Because You know it's, People can say Well it's unfair in hearts Certainly for me It's, it's certainly unfair in party thistle But you're talking about Right okay Let's look after hearts Parachute payment Let's look after party, give them a couple of quid. But then you can go down and look for arguments in other leagues of Falker, for instance. They're one point behind Wraith Rovers. And you're thinking, well, they've been really, they could have been promoted, got more money. Yeah, but and yeah. the only club but in do... Scottish football that's winning <laughs> out of this. It's the manager starting oh, no, 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 listen. What no, do you I, mean, no, no? We were confident. You're holding we up were, the league. We were confident. Uh. <laughs> Catching. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we're at uh, the parachute payment, but we're, uh, again, it's not a bad idea, but we're not a, a league that's really wealthy like the English Premiership. We're, that... we're not, but, sorry for interrupting, yeah. we're not, but 
UEFA have just come out today and said they've got 65 million quid to, to kind of help leagues now. Obviously, they, they really, let's be honest, UEFA only really care about their top five leagues. But we could say to them, look, give us five million quid. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, think the answer would be no, Chris. You're right about the money, but that money was that money was always due to us, if you like. It's due to every league across Europe as a payment for releasing players to go on international duty. Um, so it's not like there, there is a bit of goodwill involved. I think it's advance payments, but it's not some charity fund that UEFA have de- have decided to to raise and, and and dish out to to clubs to help. So again, I I do think it's a it's a good idea how, how do you get clubs on board with that Chris Because ultimately If Hearts and Thistle are going to end up with, with more money The rest of the clubs are going to end up with less You know, there's, there's a pot there So the rest of the clubs will end up with less money Why is that preferable to, to reconstruction? Because ultimately reconstruction will probably come down to money anyway Yeah, that, that probably will be the case But as you said, Anne Budge will say No club should be punished or financially worse off Because of this situation But you if you look at that then Mathematically Rangers could still win the league And be Champions League um, Qualification So yeah. then Essentially they're being financially punished as well Yeah that's uh, fair And don't get me wrong I, I get where fans are coming from Her answer to that Because I've, I've seen her acknowledge it in a statement Is that Rangers Falkirk Edinburgh City You know The teams that are in second Inverness Teams that are in second They would Maybe lose out and they would potentially lose out And, and all, all these sorts of words he, Her answer to that, Chris Is as unfortunate as it is you, you can't pay as much attention to the teams Who might lose out in something In comparison to the teams that definitely Will lose out in something Do you see the distinction? Exactly, so that's why I'm saying Just look at the, oh, the, just the bottom. Sorry, sorry, right, you were arguing that anyway but even, so, even at that, if there's a parachute payment uh, And say you do pay them I don't know, a million quid or whatever it, The following season Trying to for Hearts fans to to sell tickets or season tickets to play in the championship would not be as appealing to their fans to to buy them and in the top division. The Hearts fans then, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't eat, like that. That's down to the fans. If they're true fans, then they should be loyal, no matter what league you're playing in. I know it's not attractive, but mm-hmm. that's down to the fans. You can't you can't play what us and what and buts for the fans. You know. Um, if that was the case, we'd never get games of football played. We'd never, you know, like you'd never get away tickets sold because going to one ground is not as attractive as going to another mm-hmm. ground type thing. So it's just, obviously, it's just like a different kind of spin on it, just to see. Cause obviously, ultimately, it's going to end. Um, ideally, we'd like it played on the pitch, but I don't think that's going to happen. Personally, Celtic are top of the league. If you're going to finish it, as a Rangers fan, it kills me to say it, but give them the league. It's nine in a row. You know what I mean? Like I've got a lot of Celtic fan friends, and hopefully they're not listening because they want to help. Um, but as, a, as a, I play football myself, and if it was Rangers that were sitting there, we'd be shouting for the title. Let's not kid ourselves on here. Um, so it was just another kind of spin on it, just to see, you know, if there was another mm-hmm. way around it. You know, if we are going to have winners. You need to kind of have losers, but it's as good an idea as any at this stage because reconstruction. Who knows? That looks like that's still got a few hurdles to pass as well. So I don't mind that suggestion at all. Thanks a lot for getting in touch, Chris from Co-Winning. I got a great letter in the post today. A brilliant piece of Normally mail. Come that way, yeah. Um, yeah exactly. But people usually get in touch electronically these days. But this is old school. With, okay. with, with the name and stamped addressed envelope and all the rest of it. First class or second class? Uh, I think this one was first class. It's brilliant. I'll tell you about oh. it next. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Experienced players who know how to win. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Here with me Gordon Duncan And tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Reacting as best as we can To today's announcement from UEFA Giving guidelines uh, To countries which may or may not Want to bring their seasons to a close uh, We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB And we're on the phones on the usual number uh, Now I did say just before the travel That I received a handwritten letter today um, I've already put this on my Twitter So if you want to go and check that out you, You'll be able to see it And you've maybe seen it already But I know you two haven't And I know you'll really appreciate it The problem is There's a wee sweary word in it and from Joe. It's not from Joe We'll get on to him <laughs> later on um, And obviously I can't say it on the radio It's a family show which, which makes it much less funny Than it actually was at the time But picture the scene I come into the office There's the letter on the desk Mr Gordon Duncan Clyde one super scoreboard It's set stamp All the rest of it Take it out and it's got proper Old guy handwriting I hope that's not too offensive Right you can see it here Proper yeah. old man handwriting And it says Mr Duncan It starts off so formal My name is And I'll leave it out Just to give him A bit of anonymity uh, I'm a Celtic supporter He's 70 plus From the north side of the city He says I chose to write to you As I'm like Mr Keevans I'm not up to date With modern technology And I'm thinking This is lovely a lovely fan 70 Over 70 year old Decided to get in touch I'm, I'm, It's heartfelt That he's, he's taking the time And he goes on I really enjoy your programme It brightens up these nights And the testing times And what I want For your panellists uh, Is an item I'm forwarding you If you could ask them To name the team Their old firm All foreign team Celtic are playing A 4-3-2-1 Rangers to play A 3-5-2 And he's included his team He's got Boric and, and Larson and Dembele and, and Kloss and Amoruso and Arteta. He's, he's got it all mm. figured out. I'm thinking, this is lovely. Mm. Great wee, great wee challenges setting the guys. He says, I'll give you my selections and see if any of my choices coincide with theirs. P.S. Here comes the bit I did not see coming. Uh, just before I go, I had a Lebanese curry last night and I woke up with the... <laughs> Let's just say The Barry Whites <laughs> And he's actually written it Look He's not written it He's written it I see Look at the very Where? bottom Look at the way he's wrote that at the bottom <laughs> But the worst is He's going to keep saying He's sat in the toilet And, put his, and, and he's spelled it wrong as well <laughs> <laughs> Oh magnificent! Oh, what's, what's what an emotional name? journey! Oh, you can't what an, name, well, I could, but I'll just keep him keep it a secret. That's <laughs> Joe's dad. You know, what I'm an emotional emotional journey! I was on though because at first I thought, how nice is that? You know, he's taking the time. He's in his seventies, <laughs> and he's admitting himself. You know, we, we we brighten up his day in these testing times. P.S. I had a Lebanese curry last night, and I woke up with it. <laughs> the Barry Whites. <laughs> That's just put me off my tongue. Oh, well done, the old boy. Yeah. No Lebanese curry for you tonight, oh, no? That's good. No curry whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, why would you put that in a letter? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's the one who'll come I'm, go- I'm going to share this oh, with the boys. Exactly. Yeah. Well, do you know what? Have you got a picture in your head? <laughs> <laughs> I hope we've brightened up his day because he's, he'll be listening. He's, he said that he listens all the time and he's, he's not on technology. Well, let me tell you. Get right in another letter next week. You know oh. who you are, and I'm, I'll keep your name out of it just in case you don't want it. I've, we've put it on Twitter, and um, <laughs> you're an internet sensation, uh, Mister Letter Writer. I've got, I've got this honestly, my head. I've got him sitting there shouting, "Agnes, I'm finished. <laughs> 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 Finish what the letter." <laughs> 
goodness. I don't man. even know if he's what he's saying. Maybe there's meant to be more sheets of paper on that letter, but he's. <laughs> but the thing is, he, the, the full charade is there. He's, he's got he's got his team, in. and maybe maybe one day when the hilarity dies down, I will get you to take on this challenge. He's got his best ever Celtic foreign. 11 he's got um, I mean obviously you would be in there if, But you're from oh, Cumberland course, I, You don't yeah, count He's yeah. got he's got a gap in your place You know and some big names Van Dyke, Nakamura Petrov, Larson Rangers team He's got Kloss and Amoruso And Loudrop, Arteta, Moles Negri, Albert Some great players Yeah, But it's That's the PS It's the PS, PS that has got everybody PS. talking <laughs> Oh PS <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, moving swiftly on, Tom and Helensborough, what have you got for us? <laughs> Hopefully, not the same as that. Hi, Tom, how are you? You okay? I'm absolutely brilliant. What about yourselves? Not too bad, not bad at all. What do you make of what's, what's been happening in the last couple of days then? UEFA well, have given us a bit think, of guidance. Yes, I think it's absolutely ludicrous that people are talking about getting football back again, either in June or July or August. It's absolute nonsense. I don't even think football will be back this year. Yeah, I mean... Just my my opinion. And that's the thing, Tom. I'm not sure how anyone could really argue with you and and, and base it on anything, because what what we've got at the moment is a bit of a... It's a a bit of an unknown picture, isn't it? Yes, it's, it's incredible. We've never been through this before. Everybody using this word unprecedented... Most of the people I speak to can't even pronounce it, but at the same time, it's an incredible situation. We de- we we've never felt this. We've never been in this situation before, and I hope that God will never be in it again. But there's no way that football will be back this year, and we might even be lucky if it gets back next year. In my opinion, that has to be the fear. I don't want to be all doomsday. You know, we try and and provide a bit of light relief to everything that's going on in this show, but at the, at the same time. We- you can't avoid it And in the the later of the two clips We just heard from Leanne Dempster She spoke there about Taking herself away from the reconstruction task force To actually work with other members of the SPFL On where we go can Sort of longer term Or, or how, how and when we get fans back in Have you noticed a change In, in the last few weeks Where the, You know It was dominated by How do we get this season finished Mm-hmm and that's kind of now developed into Will we even start next season? Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I feel like it's moved on a little that's, bit I, I don't know about Mark That's where I am Gordon I'm actually looking towards August now Anything in between that is a fantastic bonus But <clears throat> Excuse me I don't um, hold out any hope for that And you're just thinking Do you know right now I would take Just getting football back in August um, without finishing leagues or whatever Because I really don't see When this is going to finish for us And how we're going to get back And get players training and playing And closed doors or whatever it may be I'm just keeping mm. my fingers crossed That we can get back to watching football in August And that is a question mark A big one um, Tom, do you think there's any possibility That the Scottish Government The Scottish Football Authorities Can come together and work out and, and obviously this is assuming it's safe I'm not suggesting we do it if it's not safe But if, it, if it's safe for the players And we can work out some sort of Public measure to, to keep everyone In line away from the stadium do, do you think there's still work to be done on maybe Behind closed doors games? No, I mean who wants to watch football Behind closed doors? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean it's absolutely ludicrous And, and who, who 
if you've any way, if you've any sense at all, are you going to go and join if you feel that you may be vulnerable? Are you going to go and join a crowd of 50,000 people or 30,000 people or whatever? I just think it's just, I just think, I'm listening to people phoning in and saying we can do this, we can do that. I think it's absolute nonsense. And I absolutely, really, I love football, I love watching the football, like most people in Scotland do. But for the comeback, even, even the comeback this year, I, I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. I'm not a pessimist, but I really don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. On, on, on see, if it's just safety concerns, you have to respect what Tom's saying there. That, that should not. That shouldn't provoke any sort of confrontation or any sort of angry response. Because if it's not, if it's not safe, it's not safe. But there, there's still that huge problem there. Where okay, so if football clubs can't play for the rest of the year. What if they've got guys on four-year contracts, five-year contracts, ten, fifteen, twenty grand? A, you know, mm, yeah. a, a week. Like it's, gonna, it's, it's all right. It's all right saying football's not that important. Keep everyone safe. What about the other side of it? The jobs, everything like that. The economy, Gordon. Yeah. It's incredible when you look at football how much it puts in. Um, <clears throat> but you're right. Nobody knows. We can't. We've got to go with the government rules, regulations. What they say, we've got to follow. And just now. I just don't see us at this mm. moment And we've got to wait to June And I expect in June Another date's going to come up And then As I say I don't know if decisions will be made by then But I think we need to just Take on board what's happened today Sit back Speak to the clubs And then make a decision And as I said Hopefully Hopefully I can watch football in August Do you know my favourite bit If you can call it that My favourite bit of the UEFA Announcement today was Did you hear about this About the Euros next year Now remember That was weeks ago Wasn't it Remember they They, they cancelled the Euros This mm. summer Weeks ago They're going to move it To next summer They've had weeks To think about this And you can just imagine The working groups And the committees And the subcommittees And the video conferences And the to and froing And debating And today they've announced That after thorough Internal review Next summer's tournament Will still be known As Euro 2020 even though it's played no. in Euro 2021 yeah. No chance 100% wow. That's for all the merchandise That's, that's exactly what it is isn't it They can't can take it all back And hand it in Say can you take that zero <laughs> off then <laughs> Stick Seriously? a one on it <laughs> Big decision oh, but Huge decision ah, well. Glad we didn't have to make that one Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Time for Beat the Pundit 01419511025 Give us a call You have to get your call in Before 7 o'clock So be quick And you could take on Mark or Gordon For the chance to win a sign ball Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Tackling compensation claims For more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson's here Gordon DL alongside him And it's time for tonight's Beat the Pundit Now I've just looked to my left And the phone lines As always They're lighting up For Beat the Pundit Guess who's trying to phone in uh, Joe Cowden Beef Joe Cowden oh. Beef Joe From Tuesday night Is trying to phone in And take part In Beat the Pundit Joe won. and Kirk and Tillock You're wasting your time <laughs> Hang, Hang up, up the phone oh. You and I Are Joe, Joe, taking some Joe, time apart, Joe. Joe We're going to take some time apart oh, it's, not, it's not to say We'll never revisit it But let's just say not at the moment And if you wonder what we're talking about This goes back to Tuesday's Beat the Pundit Joe couldn't quite remember Cowden Beath's name He let out a wee sweary word instead And we decided to put the full video on Twitter And it totally blew up It's, it's exploded And it is actually quite funny So if you want to go and watch it back You'll find it at Clyde SSB But Joe, hang up the phone 
We'll speak to you. Ah, he's been hard. Magic. Angel. That was magic. Honestly, I cannot stop laughing when I watched. You, he's got a different swearing word. Get him back on. <laughs> Do you know what? Someone has, and because everyone's got a lot of time in their hands, clearly, someone photoshopped the. The league, the league table And sent it to me today And said I don't see what's wrong with this And in order It had the teams And then it was in fourth place It said It begins with C Or <laughs> Rather than counting beef uh, You really need to see the video To guess what uh, to, to judge what we're on about So go to At Clyde SSB Anyway Let's do tonight's version Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Tonight's contestant is Andrew in Newton Merns Andrew don't worry There's no pressure here You you don't have to swear In fact I I would actively discourage it You don't have to be funny You just need to answer the questions right Are you up for that? Absolutely Good That's a good start Okay I've got the the beat button on standby Just in case We'll toss the coin If it's heads You'll take on Mark And if it's tails Gordon DL Heads it is Mark Wilson up against Andrew From Newton Merns So Let me Sounds good yeah, I think he, I think Andrew knows his stuff. Yeah, I knew I knew Joe was going to bottle it, but Andrew sounds calm, collector. No, hold on, sounds up for it. Andrew. N- no one knew what was what to what expect Joe? from Joe. <laughs> Let's be very clear about that. Uh, right, give Mark some Clyde two to listen to. It. That way he won't hear us, Andrew. I'll put thirty seconds on the clock. Remember, you can pass if you're unsure. Don't know it. Pass it and move on to the next one quickly. All right. Perfect. Cheers. Good Thank man. you. Your time starts now. From which club did Rangers sign Dado Perso? Monaco Who's the manager of the Italian national team? Ah Who is Celtic's second top scorer this season? Um, Ryan Christie Who's the Hearts captain? Christoph Vera What's the name of Watford Stadium? Dickridge Road What Scottish side are nicknamed the Blue Tune? Peterhead Who's the manager of Juventus? Uh, uh, Ancelotti Okay, let's bring Mark Wilson back. Mark, can you hear us? Yes, yes. Right. Same set of questions to you. How are you still getting nervous at this, isn't it? That, that thirty nervous? seconds. You seriously still getting it's, nervous? Ah, just because you can't hear these guys, and he's giving us the old how many fingers he's got right. And... <laughs> well, that's what? what was funny the other night. Is he couldn't hear the swear word. He was listening to something else. And then we had to bring him back. Anyway, same set of questions to you, and your time starts now. From which club did Rangers sign Dado Purcell? Croatia Zagreb. Who is the manager of the Italian national team? Uh, Conte Who is Celtic's second top scorer this season? Ryan Christie Who is the Harps captain? Stephen Nesmith What is the name of Watford Stadium? Vickery's Road What Scottish side are nicknamed the Blue Toon? Peterhead Who is the manager of Juventus? <laughs> Conte <laughs> <laughs> Can't be managing a two, can it? Why he was a busy guy? Oh, he's a good manager. Oh, speaking of which, I don't know what producer Dan, what his obsession with Italian management question was tonight. But we had a couple. I can tell you that Conte is not both of them. He's definitely not both of them. He's yeah. one of them. Please be one of them. We'll find out. From which club did Rangers sign Dado Prusso? It was Monaco. Well done to Andrew. He Ooh. goes in front. Thank you. The manager of the Italian national team is. Roberto Mancini oh. So it's not Conte Sorry you've still got another go at him Are Later you, on Did Andrew get that? Uh, no he didn't So who is Celtic's second top scorer? It's Ryan Christie You both got it Andrew stays in front The captain of Hearts 
used to be Christoph Berra, Andrew It's now oh, Stephen man. Naismith Mark Wilson equalises It's a bit early mm. for you to get carried away Trust me oh, no, no, no. Uh, Keep saying Conte, you get one What is the name <laughs> of Watford Stadium? It's Vicarage Road, you both got it oh, So it's level uh, Which Scottish side are nicknamed the Blue Toon? Peterhead, you both got it oh. So it's level So it all comes down to the manager oh. of Juventus <laughs> Surely you can't say Conte twice You can say it ten times if you want Ten Contes <laughs> Who is the Juventus manager? Andrew said Ancelotti I can tell you it's not Ancelotti He's heaven Mark Wilson said Antonio Conte And it is Not him either oh. It's Maurizio Sarri oh. Oh, no so it is oh, Andrew. But <laughs> so, it's a draw. Uh, it's a draw. Uh, We're going to the tie. Couple of guys that know our stuff here. Tie breaker. What Aye, a well done, Andrew. I lost the mushroom. Cheers, <laughs> 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 Andrew. Me, Andy. There. For I you can't minutes. believe you've gone Conte twice and it wasn't. Uh, eat, it I wasn't know. any of them. Please go Conte in the tie breaker. Who's Conte manager? Actually, Dan must know. Inter. Since he loves Inter. He loves Italian football. Do you know what I've also done? What? I don't know why I've accidentally cut off The tiebreaker question I've, oh, just, I've, well. pr- I've just printed it wrong But don't worry I have an electronic copy What um, Italian man is Chelsea <laughs> <laughs> Right the question Here's the way it's going to work Just in case you're in any doubt About the format I will ask the, the question It's going to be a closest to So I'll get Mark Wilson To write his answer down And then Andrew I'll invite you To give me your attempt Okay Let's go How many Individual clubs have competed in the Scottish Premiership since its inception in 2013. How many individual clubs have competed in the Scottish Premiership since its inception in 2013? Hold it up, Mark Wilson, quickly. Okay, Andrew, what would you go for? Uh, 16. Okay, very close. Mark's gone 15. Andrew has gone 16. Must be more. So we're going to get a winner. The answer is... 16 Andrew's got it oh! On the nose <laughs> No way Well, well done, done Andrew, Andrew. And the same ball Is on its way To Newton Merns Well done Andrew Lovely Thank you very much You Brilliant. guys look after yourself Andrew well done Excellent from Andrew Can't argue with that No you can't argue With somebody getting the teaser But, uh, the, but I can't believe You beat with that it's a bit, It wasn't the most Difficult tiebreaker though Because there was clearly not. A, it wasn't going to be 57 was it oh, It was always going to be a, I wouldn't take it away from Andrew No it was good I know yeah, he, he got it on the, he got it on the nose he was good, so can I do that? We can't beat that. Yeah, the next question. Kind of the next question as well, which I think you would have got onto if you hadn't made such a, <laughs> what, what a, a pantomime of Conte was who are the reigning League One champions? Oh. You would have just said Conte, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Conte United. <laughs> the reigning League One champions. Would Ruth you? Rovers. Would you have known that? Uh, Ruth. The, I mean, I mean, prior to this season, obviously. Oh, prior to this season. Uh, it would have been so like the last team to get their hands on the trophy. Abroth. Yeah, our bro. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter anyway. Don't worry, I'll, yeah. I'll keep you right because I'm the champion. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. Keep the calls coming. 01419511025. Let's hear the thoughts of Rangers captain James Tavernier. You know, I believe obviously it happens the season before where we, we went through we went through that stage. So it's something that um, I can't put my finger on. We had uh, you know we we got taken out to Dubai. We had a good training camp, but you know once students we came back it. You know, we weren't we weren't firing like we were before the break. So I don't know um, what I can put the finger on. Um, but obviously, it, it it did affect it did affect us obviously in the league with the points. Um, we just started to pick up from there um, with the obviously Europa that that obviously that helped in in the meantime because that started 
um, you know, boosting the, the lads, um, the way we play. Um, but we obviously got games to finish, so I think with this added time of uh, rest and, you know, resting the brain, you know, hopefully when we get back, you know, we're all fresh and we can get, bit, get back ready and, you know, firing on all cylinders. Yeah, James Tavernier saying Rangers would be sort of raring to go if you like he was speaking to Sky Sports earlier on uh, today and, and that's the other thing that perhaps is well there's loads of confusing things about this but technically UEFA are still hoping to finish this, this Europa League yeah. uh, and, the, and the Champions League so Rangers have unfinished business in that mm-hmm. and I, I completely accept it it would be a tough ask because Leverkusen have a healthy advantage from the mm-hmm. first leg um, but there, you know there's no climb down from UEFA on that today so it'll be interesting to see how those two marry up. When we heard from UEFA earlier in the week, it looked like Rangers' continued participation in the Europa League might be an obstacle to us rounding off the season. But it does seem like today's announcement has has put that to one side. So technically, as we explained in the first hour of the show, if there's a, a, a good reason for it, if the, if the government say so, or there are financial reasons, the SPFL can bring our season to a close. Mm. But Rangers are still in the Europa League. Well, how d- how does it work, Gordon, with the rules of the squads? Because obviously well, that, that that was the that was the have they the, That was the concern the other day. Um, I don't think, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think today's statement from UEFA elaborated on it, went into too much detail. But it was interesting that they actually noted Belgium and Scotland. You know, we we were I think we were the only two countries mentioned by name. Um, and, and I wonder if if that is a suggestion that they are. Willing to relax that or, or find a way around it I must admit I don't know for sure right now um, But it doesn't look like It's the obstacle To rounding off the league That people thought it was going to be Yeah But the, they're a bit ambitious as well They're looking at August um, You know To try and finish these tournaments <clears throat> We're just in the, Today Wondering where we're going With our, our own domestic football I'll be interested to see what happens and then Obviously the reason I asked that Is because Some players that are in these squads will be out of contract and they could leave the club. So does it give them room to bring in different signings if we get football up and running? So it's then different squads, if you know. Yeah, that, that was a concern, ultimately. And, I, and I'm not sure it's been fully explained. I just wonder if today's announcement from UEFA suggests that they would be, they would be willing to find a way around it. I don't know what that way would be. Um, but, I mean, players' contracts remains an unbelievable sticking point for for everyone. We had Jim Duffy and... In the show last night and, and you'll be well aware of this as well Mark And various other clubs throughout Scotland Every single one of his players is out of contract yeah. Every single one Come the end of May, beginning of June um, yeah. Now we know obviously that, that Our lower leagues are finished They won't play anymore but, but let's say that was a top flight club And let's say that you know They're still hanging on to this Hope that we can resume in Late July or early August Something's still going to have to be done mm-hmm. With the contract yeah. situation and I'd, it's Are you the same Mark Have you got everyone I've uh, got Four players Left four, four players that are Tied up for next year The rest are All out of contract um, Gives you a better chance Of getting three points <laughs> <laughs> You've been spotted today actually I noticed it on Twitter I've not been spotted Yeah, yeah. What about Chrissy Smith says I tried to get on tonight For Beat the Pundit I drew with Mark On the questions And the tiebreaker It doesn't count If you're playing at home The pressure exactly. He says I saw Gordon on his bike today Going by the hospital And I think he should lay off it The NHS are under enough strain I'll be Wish all yeah I would imagine right? well, How many hospitals did you go by? I don't have no idea <laughs> Oh I, was, I don't know how you seen me I was flying today It will be Because I think 
Chrissy Iyer Smith on Twitter. I think he's Chris and Wisher who got one of the zeros. Remember that a few weeks ago? Oh, <laughs> oh I do. And he was from Wisher, so that would I make do. sense. I, was him. I think he's, it's him. He'd probably be hiding. If I'd noticed him, I'd have given it to him. Anyway, let's, a zero. let's speak to Jerry in Odinson. Hi, Jerry. Hi, good evening. How are you, gents? Hope you're safe and well. Same to you. How's it going? All right? <sighs> good, mate. Good. Quick <laughs> one about the, the season. I, I really don't know what people are waiting for. Um, I don't see listening to Nick Sturgeon today. Um, I think next season's going a bit of concern when I'm saying no, no large gatherings for for a few months yet. Um, the way I see it, um, if we get by all the kind of wailing and national teeth, there's two clubs, two big clubs in the SPSL Premiership that are going to be negatively impacted. And that's Celtic and Hearts, Hearts more so than Celtic. But they're in the situation that they're in because of the performances on the pitch. And people keep saying about they want to one on the pitch. The clubs are where they are because of the performances on the pitch over the last 29, 30 games. And if we have to end the season as it is just now, and I, and I don't really don't see any other way out of that, Celtic are worthy winners. And unfortunately, I think Hearts, are, Hearts have been the worst team this season and deserve to go down based on the performances. Regardless, I mean, I don't see Hearts, just a personal for, uh, point, I don't see Hearts getting out of it with eight games left in the season. Um, and the way I see it, you know, Celtic, um, Gordon's mentioned and Rangers board have mentioned about asterisks and tainted titles, which is a phrase that the Rangers board have used in the past. Um, and mute listen, you know, Celtic need to live on that. Um, but they're also being denied the chance of a possible quadruple treble. And I think those two clubs, in my opinion, are the two big losers of this situation. I'd like to know your thoughts. Just in the Premiership, do you mean, Jerry? Just in the Premiership, right. I know that lower, lower divisions um, have their own nuances and, you know, please... Yeah, because obviously Partick, Thistle and Falkirk have mm. got major cases. Um, what I, do you think? I agree with Jerry to a certain extent that the, the league standings at the minute are are irrelevant because he, he's right, the form that the teams have shown all throughout the season, they're in that position for a reason. Now the argument against it, no, listen, I'm, take the Premiership away, me being break, breaking manager, we're bottom. For a reason we've, we've been poor all season You mm. know And I was optimistic Like anyone would be Saying well things could turn around But it didn't look lightly The, the argument for Ann Budge Partick Thistle You know And Stranraer Would be That Well stranger things have happened It's still a possibility well, Especially Hearts It's not like Hearts, It's not, not like we're miles away Exactly <clears throat> You know It still could be done Um I do agree with Jerry as well On the point of Celtic You know it, there's no doubt in my mind that everybody connected with Celtic would want to play out this season, win the league, have a trophy day, potentially go back to Hamden for a a quadruple treble. There's no doubt about it. Um, but again, it's it, it's unfair on on both sides, and that's why it is such a stumbling block. And there's so many talking points, and there's so much to get through before any final decision is made. But you just you, you just can't turn around and say right, okay, Hearts have been poor for them, and they have been. Their the, the one record this season has been disgraceful uh, for a club like Hearts, and they're bottom of the league for a reason. But it's thirty but, games, not enough to tell you no, that no, 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 it's no, not no, like it's ten Matt, games. Matt, flip the coin. Well, it's, it's better, but it's still not ideal. And again, Jerry's talking about and, and Celtic, obviously. Are, well, looks like they'll be robbed of that chance to, to win it properly And, and would mm. it be a, a quadruple treble maybe And all the rest of it But it's still going to be hard for people to swallow I don't think any of the pundits in here Think Rangers could go on and win the league mm. 
but they still could. If you know, yeah. so it's never going to be, it's never going to be easy for people I, to. I think Hearts just would accept. have. A, I think Hearts would have a better chance of staying up than Rangers going win the league, Gordon. Right, but that's only well, the points gap would tell yeah, you that. that. That's only a personal opinion. But what I'm saying to Mark is with, with Hearts, flip the coin here, right? Tony watch PlayStation. You're a manager of Hearts. You're four point behind. There are eight games to go. That's the nearest you'll get to Hearts. Um, you're not crying for to say, well, yeah, we deserve to go down because that's where we are. At the end of the day, there's still eight games. There's four points. I agree. I think Hearts have been terrible. Woeful, I've got to say, um, in every department. But with four points, eight games, I'm not in the camp of saying, oh, they deserve to get down. But what I'm saying is, if they turn around and say, no reconstruction, <clears throat> that's the way it is, then fine, no problem, move on. So, Jerry, do you t- talk about what happens next then, rather than, than what's happened in the past. So, as it stands, it looks like Hearts. Would be relegated. So you're you're comfortable with that, or would you prefer to see a reconstruction? I'm not in favour of reconstruction. No, I think it. I don't. I think it dilutes the quality of the league. Um, I think the the way we've got the league set up now are perfect. Uh, I'm a fan of the playoff system, um, and I think there's interest in our game um, for the most of, if not the entire season. Um, I, I mean, you know, I think having an, an budge leading the reconstruction group is like asking a blind man to give you directions. It's it's farcical And to be honest with you Some of the way it's been, it's been handled uh, From the vote to this Has been farcical I don't see any other option And if they call If they call this season After 30 games um, And you know I think I genuinely think That over the last 30 games Hearts have been the worst Team in the league By a distance um, And deserves to go down And I and I don't see I know you're talking about points It's four points and four goals um, I don't see Hearts and it's only a personal opinion. But I don't see Hearts getting out of that. Um, and if they go down, they go down not because people are picked to them and not because of a, a horrific global pandemic, but because over the 30 games they've played, they've been poor. And they've spent a lot of money um, to be in the position they're in just now. So I think they're deservedly uh, the team of relegated. Talk about fine margins, though. And that's fine. That That's Jerry's opinion. Do you remember what was the last domestic game we had in Scotland? Yes. So be a quiz question in years to come. Night, wasn't it? Nope. Okay, it was a Saturday? Nope Okay, I would probably go Sunday <laughs> So you don't know, basically, hearts. is what you're trying to say It was Hearts Hearts, definitely Hearts At St Mirren Remember? Oh, oh yeah, St yeah, Mirren yeah. won, Hearts nil. Was, was the was last domestic game we had Rangers played the following night And then the night after that, Motherwell Aberdeen was postponed I think I'm right in saying that the tables had been turned. If that result had just gone the other way, we'd have an even worse situation. Yeah. You know, people are talking about that 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 gap with Hearts and, and all the rest. If Hearts had got the three points and St Mirren hadn't got any, we would be, you know, even tighter mm-hmm. and even even more contentious. So it's very difficult to to, <clears throat> to sort of predict. That that's that I think that sums up why, even at the top, you know, to, to say Aquell it's it's X points, so that's okay. You wouldn't catch that. But if it was. Half of that amount Oh you know Then we'd have a pro- that, But is that not Back Jerry's point up To yeah, a certain kind extent of, yeah, That it, it, Hearts have had Every opportunity No, but no, no well, not, not so much well, that Not, of well, not every left. opportunity But every opportunity Within 30 games but To not be on the bottom Of the league Right but Jerry Jerry <clears> came out with a statement there They've been the worst team By a country mile They're four points behind Mark You know I, I don't think there's a See I keep going back To one thing I, As I said before If they decide 
That's it Positioning Wherever you are That's I've not got a problem with that I'm not interested I've not got a problem You're not my, interested Don't get No no, no That's because great that's, You're not a Hearts fan no, That's why you're not interested no, But my big My big concern for football Is one thing I don't think See Partick Thistle Had played the same games As everybody else Was sitting where they are And everybody decided Right Celtic won the league Dundee United get promoted mm. Hearts get relegated Partick Fine Move on That's the way it has to be Unfortunately but I just always would go back to Partick Thistle. Jerry Nuddingson, thank you very much for your call. Partick Thistle fans, this is a good time for you to get in touch because the club have announced today they're going to offer partial refunds for season tickets. Um, but are asking you, if possible, could you not take the refund because money's tight? And so I'm, I'm interested to see what you think. Are there any Partick Thistle fans out there who will be claiming that refund or would you rather the, the club kept your money? Get your calls in. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Your comeback is on. Talk to Thompson's.com. It's that time of the night when you two have to come together and try and come up with the answers to the full time teaser. Again, I say it every night, but I mean it and we need them. So if you've got any questions out there and you want to hear them on the show, the address you need is fulltime at Clyde1.com. That's where Graham Brunton sent tonight's question. So thank you to Graham. Simple question Surely even you will understand the question But will you come up with the answers 11 players Can you name the 11 players With the most Old firm League appearances Old firm League appearances So as in Old firm derby So the 11 players With the most Appearances In league Old firm derbies Ever Ever uh, Yeah I mean It will be within a, ser- a Sensible time frame I, I don't know Scott if Brown was... No he's... Are you going back to Billy McNeil's and everything well, yeah Billy McNeil No John Gregg Yes Billy McNeil's not one no, not, not according Paul to, McStay According to Graham Brunton um, Paul McStay Yes, he's top Packy Bonner Yep Ali McCoy's Yes, alright, we'll leave it there Paul McStay, Packy Bonner Ali McCoy's, John Gregg Graham's looking for the 11 players With the most league appearances In old firm games so there we go Get your answers in McStay, Bonner, McCoyst, Greg You've got two from each side um, Adding up to four Partick Thistle fans I was asking you to get in touch Before the break Because I wonder Will you take up the option Of a season ticket refund Or would you rather The club kept your money um, At the moment Because these are difficult times for, for people As well as for football clubs So um, Partick Thistle issued a statement today Trying to provide an update To supporters on revenues Generated for the club Um they want to thank supporters who've, who've been in touch and, and who've raised money. They've had various donations and initiatives and advanced sales of next season's season tickets and so on. Um, they say that it's overwhelming, remarkable. However, they want to offer partial refunds for this season's season tickets because obviously five home league games haven't been played. Um, the club appreciates that the refund may be much needed in some households at this time, which is obviously very nice of them. Uh, they say these season ticket holders should request a refund And they've attached a, a sort of table You know if it's a full adult ticket Which costs you 290 quid to start off with You'll get £80 back um, Concessions might get £58 back £60 back There's a table there on, on the website um, And any fan who wants to claim the refund um, Can do so However it does say that to put into context If everyone out there who has a season ticket If they all want a refund It'll cost the club £80,000 So any fans who can afford To consider not taking up the offer Would help assist with the club's current Financial considerations 
Partick Thistle season ticket holders Quite simply Just give us your th- give us your thinking Because some of you might be able to spare the money But some not Would you take the refund Or would you rather the club had it? Well that's a nice mm. thought uh, You wonder if other clubs will follow suit with that um, Would you, know, you lose about 100 quid? <laughs> <laughs> Probably Not even that But I mean it's uh, Partick Thistle You know Grasping reality Understanding that Their fans in the community Are struggling through this As much as football clubs are um, And and offering them that there So it's up to the fans if, if they're going through a hard time Then they've got a wee bit of a rebate there From from the club But You know It's, it's a tricky one for the supporters You know it's. It, I, th- I think because the money's paid Mark And I, I think that The biggest Percentage of supporters out there Love their club That much They, they want something To try and get back to Once this is all mm-hmm. over And I think that Most of them will probably say Look The money's out of the account anyway I know it's hard times But I would be very surprised If they have to pay £8,000 Oh, I don't think everyone's going to take no, it up, But, no it, but it's still a nice gesture Because let's be yeah, honest although, although people love their club And care about their club that There might be people out there Who are Seriously worried about th- th- their own future yeah. and and, mm-hmm. and and properly worried about the impact it's having on on their livelihoods and that that's more important than your football club ultimately. That that's I that, mean putting food on your table is is important thing and fending for your family and if it comes down to that that the eighty quid would make a difference to to people uh, their fans and and the community surrounding Partick Thistle then good on them for offering them that back uh, and like I say I wonder if other clubs will see that and follow suit because I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some other fans out there thinking, well, yeah, there was there was some games still left. What what happens to us? What happens to the money that we've paid? I'm all for seeing clubs survive, but you know, like I said, this this coronavirus affects much more than football, and that's the thing. Sometimes we've got to get our head around. It's not just about a game. Uh, it's it's about people's lives and livelihoods. Yeah, the dark guy is on Twitter He's just simply saying Well done, Partick Thistle mm-hmm. I'm just scrolling through To see if any Thistle fans Have uh, been in touch yet To let us know You know, th- Their feelings Are they in a, a fortunate enough position Where they can Afford to not take the refund Are there people out there Who would say Well, do you know what I would um, I, f- I feel like I'm Entitled to it Because I'm, I'm missing out On five games Like you say You, you would imagine m- Most wouldn't But mm-hmm. that's, that doesn't come With any judgement Attached to it, Gordon no, because it is really um, struggling times, Gordon. A lot of people are struggling, uh, obviously, with the financial situation that we're in. Um, but as I say, if I think the ones that really can, you know, write it off by saying, look, I paid it at the beginning of the season, whatever it may be, it's gone, it's 80 quid or whatever it may, whatever, then fine. If the other people are really in bad, bad ways and it is great for Partick Thistle to come out and say that but I don't think a big percentage will be taking it back you'd have your request in already (laughs) before you finish that statement I'd be be standing at the door what's the number again I'll I'll take in cash mate (laughs) (laughs) you'll be claiming even though you've not got one I was going to say I bought one I'm sure I bought one mate he's the type of guy that would claim a season 
claim his freebie season ticket back. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be remember that free Motherwell strip that he got. He'll be up at the well shop saying, "Look, I didn't oh, get to wear this as often as I wanted. Give me, a, I, I, I want some that's, of that back." That's a yeah. good idea. Right? Yeah, you put I, that. Oh, I'd be right around there. To my door. <laughs> <laughs> I know I love you, but uh, any chance you just putting that oh, through Tom, the letterbox? Tom, just still game. Right, Stuart's in bonus, and Stuart's a Hearts fan. Stuart, I hope you're on to to stick up for your club. The previous caller, Jerry, didn't have much sympathy for you, did he? Uh, yeah, I get all that. Uh, he's self-interested, eh? Uh, aye, uh, listen, they, they, they said that the Hearts are by far the worst team, which they are at the, at, at the minute. But you're not trying to tell me that Hearts couldn't pick up four points in 24. I mean, if it wasn't for Hearts, his team wouldn't be that far ahead in the league anyway. You know, so we're not being that bad. And uh, the Hibs fans will be quite happy as well because we're, we're getting fed up with beating them anyway. But uh, if we if we go down through the through the what well, reconstruction doesn't work out, I don't think that'll work out anyway. Uh, if we go down, we'll come back up again and we'll be stronger. So What, what makes you say that? Be, what what makes you say that you don't think reconstruction will get the go ahead, Stuart? It's your very own Ann Budge who's in charge of that. Why why do you lack confidence on that front? No, for for one, you know, Celtic will not vote for it. And it looks like Hibs are not going to vote for it. Because they, you know, they voted against, they voted for the basically relegate hearts anyway. So that will yeah. not happen. Is it? That, it might be closer. It might be closer than eleven. But you need eleven. As far as I'm aware, you need eleven. Eleven one. Yeah, but if you were if you were to base if you're to base your your feelings on reconstruction vote, if you're basing that on the previous vote, Stuart, then well, you know, the vast majority of the Premiership voted to. To bring the the lower leagues to a close, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there are they would object to reconstruction, does it, Mark? Uh, well, there's a lot of a lot of um, things to chat about with that. That's that's the thing. It's a totally different vote. I get what you're saying. Eleven to one is going to be very very difficult to pass. Um, you know, Stuart saying Hibs will not vote for it. I, I don't think it will come down to voting to relegate. Your rivals I don't think it will come down to that I think it's What's put in the table In front of them I yeah, Because Hibs position Is actually quite interesting Isn't it Because on this show You know We'll focus mostly on Kind of bragging rights And, and rivalries But Hibs would lose out On Edinburgh exactly, Derby's exactly. Against Hearts But again Maybe yeah. they had to think about that Previously And still voted Yes mm. to that season ending I'd, I'd be surprised I think it's what whatever's put in the table and, and it all comes down to money And and sharing the money at the end of the season That's that's the only reason for me That clubs will vote against it If they're not happy with With sharing You know The money between 14 teams Or whatever it is 16 teams You know That's for me Is the only reason that it'll collapse I don't think it'll come down to rivals Because Oh I want to see my rival relegated uh, For me I don't think I think that would be childish and a bit petty But however <laughs> As Scottish football Most things do come down to that Like you often mentions What do you think Stuart? Well I think it, I think it will come down to Petty rivalries as well But also, also the other thing is You keep on talking about You know the new Sky deal Now If the reconstruction goes ahead I would I would give short odds on Sky Having a big say Now I can't sort of The old firm Names of Celtic, but they'll not be happy that they're not having not having any Edinburgh derbies because of the coronavirus. You know, so I just think, like I said, 
Oh, well, we will be. Well, if we get relegated, we'll come back up, but we'll not take as long as what Hibs did, Hibs did to get back up, you know. Uh, that, that's an interesting point Stuart makes. I'm sure, you know, if, if given a blank canvas, if you like, Sky would prefer to have Edinburgh Derbies of course, yeah. than to not. But at the same time, as things stand, hearts are. Hearts are relegated anyway You know the, the league The league have voted for that The only thing that's going to save them Is going to be reconstruction So I'm not really sure what how, What Sky's part in that would be And no, no one's here to speak on behalf of them But I think it's well known That their main priority Has always been Four old firm games I don't think it'll be a deal breaker If Hibs and uh, Sorry you can't get Hibs Like I say they would, they would, Don't, yeah, don't get me wrong yeah. They'd probably prefer to have it Of so, course Of course And I think uh, Obviously, if you support Hearts or support Hibs, yeah, you look forward to it. I've been to Hibs Hearts derbies and there are, there are great games and, you know, the atmosphere is very good as well. Gordon, good, passionate support. But um, if they do decide to relegate Hearts, then, as Stuart said, they just need to get on with it and try and bounce but back as quick as if possible. If it does come down to Sky having a big say in this, I don't know what... The, but, like you always say, Sky does pay the bills in Scottish football. And out with Celtic Rangers games... Hearts Hibs games are the most colourful, and you know, audiences packed, crowds packed yeah. in there, and it looks good on TV as well. You know, would Sky have a major say no, but, but that's, in, reconstru- no, no, but, in that, reconstruction? And but, but how? No, but that's what I'm saying. That's back to front. How can they? If the clubs vote against it, you know, Sky can't make clubs vote. No, for they it. can. And but surely are, they can are, give them a nudge. Uh, uh, well, nah, not a nudge. But hearts are hearts are hearts are down as things stand. Yeah. If this was the other way around, and there was a. You know, people's concerns over Sky's opinion of reconstruction tends to be, you know, would they would would they rubber stamp anything that would jeopardise the the conditions of the existing TV deal? But mm-hmm. Hearts wouldn't be in this league anyway if it was to be left the way it is at the moment. So, so how what what, what do you envisage Sky doing? The last thing we need is a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Here. Packing S- the teams. Sky are not going to make clubs vote yes to reconstruction just to have Hearts and Hibs games. Surely, no, absolutely not. Sky, Sky. As long as Celtic Rangers, Rangers Celtic, Sky's quite happy. Yes, a bonus. Edinburgh Derby's, of course, but uh, Sky will not get involved in this. All right, thank you, Stuart. In bonus, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Uh, Graham Brunton's asking you tonight: Can you name the eleven players with the most league appearances in Old Firm games? Paul McStay, Packy Bonner, Ali McCoist, John Gregg. I've got I've got about twelve, but well, I'm sure I'll some only of them take one. Got, or, I'll take one I'm off you at the sure moment. Some of them got to be wrong. Sandy Jardin? Yes, Mark. Uh, Barry Old? No. What? No. Why? Uh, we'll go Peter not... Grant. Yes, you are not on the list either, Mark. You must have just. That's you must ridiculous. be in twelfth place. What's the What's the appearance? Is that the bottom one? The eleventh man has thirty-seven. Missed it <laughs> Just a few By 30 How <laughs> many so did you play in? I don't know I'm roughly. not sure I yeah. uh, played in 7-1 season So 15, 16 Did you play in all 7 that season? Aye. Oh man Yeah That's a, I'm I remember that <laughs> <laughs> Be quite an innings <laughs> Glad I didn't play any football uh, Danny McGrain Surely Yes Okay we'll leave it there You've got 1, 2, 3, 4 to get We'll get them next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors helping you return to action. Talk to Thompson's.com.
Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here in the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. As always, in a Thursday, we will round off the show just a little bit earlier than usual, uh, so that you can all get ready for your your clap for carers on a Thursday night. We'll take you through that with Stephen Mill at eight o'clock. Gordon DL will be beeping his horn all the way out of Clyde Bank. Mm-hmm. Yep, I like mm-hmm. that's not horn, is it? Did you just do a horn impression? I wasn't a horn I'm... That's not horn. <laughs> Well right move on um, So we will be finishing off a little bit early For that one Let me just check in quickly on the teaser yeah. Before we take another call 11 players with the most old firm league appearances In derbies Graham Brunton asked the question Paul McStay, Packy Bonner, Sandy Jarden, Danny McGrain Ali McCoist, Peter Grant, John Gregg Four to get, I'll take one each Big Derek must be there Yeah he's 11th, 37 Ian Ferguson in there? No McNamara? No. Come on. Goff. Richard Goff. No. Oh. oh. oh must be old ones. Tommy Burns? Yes. Yes. Well done. I'm going back to the old ones I played against. Mm. Oh, there's Roy only two. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Roy Aitken. There's only one left, so we'll leave it. You've got plenty of time. A bit. Where's your sense of drama? Your sense of suspense? We'll do it. We'll get it later. You've only got one. To get you've absolutely squished this. Let's speak to Simon in Kilmarnock. Hi, Simon. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Not bad. Um, hope you're all staying safe, first and foremost. Same to you. Have you got a nice solution for us as to how we get the game back and up and running here? Yeah, I've been, um, I've been thinking about it quite a lot, and maybe it's the Pinot Grigio in the garden today talking, but um, I think I've got a, a, maybe a solution that might work. Um, now, obviously, I understand that Nicola Sturgeon has said recently that uh, the chances of football even being played behind closed doors is unlikely at the moment. But I think that's it's an ever-changing situation, and I think that might change as the national sort of morale goes goes down and down as the lockdown continues. The government and other people will be looking for something to kind of boost people's enthusiasm and get people a bit more excited um, about the lockdown. Because the last thing you want is like kind of riots and things like is going on in the states. So I think they might wait. They might try and look at ways of, of getting football back on, as that would kind of boost the morale. I've been looking, been thinking about it quite a lot. I was talking to my partner about it, and I think the only way to kind of do it is to limit your possible contact points, and so infected people are kind of infections in general. So my plan is, if you're ready for this, Go for it. is to, to lock the lock the teams down and uh, the football teams down in hotels right up and down the country. So getting them regularly tested. Um, so uh, we all know that all the players and staff that are involved have, have don't have COVID nineteen, and um, so that would need obviously the SPL to invest in, in some testing. But with the, I believe the plan could make them a bit of money, so I think it'd be a good investment. So they could be tri- they could be bussed into the stadiums um, in order to do training, and um, the stadiums deep cleaned and things like that, where everybody obviously involved being tested. Um, we're quite lucky in Scotland that we have quite a few three G pitches. So that would mean they could be used regularly without, you know, taking much wear and tear. Um, so the matches could be played in every few days. You have a couple of matches, a couple of matches a day on 3G pitches. So you could have them obviously up and down the country from Cove, Dumfries, Rugby Park, um, Annan, Falkirk. There's, there's obviously 3G pitches everywhere, so there shouldn't need to be much travelling for teams. Okay. Um, you could play the you could play the games every day. Have it on sort of. YouTube have it on. Sky would still get their games. Fans could then chip in in order to, in order to obviously watch or help their teams. Um, I think you could probably do it as well. It would be a boost to the SPFL because you could. Um, it'd be, if it was one of the only nations that was having football on the TV or on the internet. 
and people might start watching. The SPFL can market that using hashtags and things like that. You might get people who would never watch Scottish football picking a team and getting invested in it. And, um, you know, as I was looking at obviously precedents and stuff for something like this just now. And, and in the United States, you've got wrestling, which has been classed as a essential sport or essential workers. And they've actually been putting putting shows on. That's obviously more physical one-on-one contact. But they've been doing it through regular testing of the, the, the performers and things like that. Right, okay, let, let, let's let's try and digest some of that because for a start, I like the fact that Simon's tried to come up with a solution because there are so many people giving us problems and we need solutions. So I, I certainly like, and he's put a lot of thought in, into it. You, you can't take that away. Mm. Um, is it a gore? Where would it fall down if not? Um, well, testing is a problem right off. I mean, I said at the start of the show, to, to test footballers... And people in the front line can't even get a test. I know there's some some news just now that maybe there's a phone number that they, they can get in the future. But I think that's a big problem. There's a lot of people involved in a football club. Granty hotels as well. You know, I know hotels are empty just now, but I think hotels is it's a better option to to house other people in hotels rather than football teams. If you see what I mean, and that's a big running operation as well. The Astro pitches Well what I mean there's so much Goes into putting on A football game as well yeah, but I mean, Simon just said Astro pitches In terms of the, the turnaround You, you, could, yeah. you technically could play A couple of games In a day or, or successive days He's actually Repeating something Similar to what I think Switzerland Are going to do this Ultimately mm-hmm. What you're suggesting And there's been talks About teams in England Just whether We've got the infrastructure To, to pull it off Gordon Because it would be It would be quite Quite an ask uh, I think it'd be too big an ask, Gordon. Um, I understand where Simon's coming from. You said a good day in the garden. Uh, great thoughts. No, I think you're being unfair. I think no, it's no, better no, no. thought out than that. No, no, he sat there in the sunshine and decided right. And I, I applaud him. I really do because there's a lot of good uh, stuff in there. But I don't think we've got that sort of a structure up here to do that. Do you know what, Simon? Give us a call back another time because I think we should explore it more. But we've run out of time for tonight. Quickly give me another answer to the teaser. Um, hold on, who? Uh, hold on, who? who uh, Ali McDonald. No, John Forsyth. Right. Uh, David Cooper. Yes, well done. That's you. You've nailed yeah. it. Now I wanted to finish on this note because have you seen this today? Hibs have made a really classy gesture, a lovely thing to do, and announcing next season's shirt uh, will feature. A message thanking the National Health Service, the NHS emblazoned right across the Hibs jersey for next season. Here's what Leanne Dempster had to say on that. We were having a conversation a couple of weeks ago about how the club might thank the NHS. And it was mentioned that perhaps we might be able to do it using the front of the shirt. Actually, that was an idea that we liked a lot. So we decided to do our best to work it up and see if we could if we could make it work. And I'm really pleased to say that, that we were able to do that. And obviously you've saw the, the results of that today. It's meant really in the most deepest and most sincere way. And not only just to NHS workers, but to all care workers, to everybody who's on the front line. It's our way of expressing our really deepest gratitude. How good a gesture is that? I mean, it's a, thank you NHS is going to be right across the home shirt for Hibs. Yeah, Next season Mark It's had praise Up and down the country And beyond This mm. afternoon It's been on national TV And, and outlets across Across various countries have, have picked up on it Just a really Really good gesture it. I mean when clubs Are struggling for money And sponsorship Such a key thing In front of shirts For Hibs to do that A, a remarkable gesture Well done
Gordon, I'm sure you'd echo that. Yeah, well done, Hibs. It's absolutely fantastic, especially in these times, Gordon. Strip looks quite good as well. It's not Does like it? it's just as a, just yeah. as an aside. It's not like it's uh, taking anything away from it. It no, looks good and it's for yeah. a good cause. So we can't help but get behind that. Excellent, excellent gesture from him. And you know, you you wish everyone was you know thinking along the same lines that the NHS is doing such a great job and support them in the way that Hibs have shown they they can next season. And on that note, we are finishing early tonight because it's Thursday evening. Clap for carers' time at eight o'clock. Hope everyone. Um, follows on from what Hibs have done Showing your appreciation to those frontline workers uh, Who are putting in some shift to, to really make things tick along at the moment So if you can't get out to your front step Or your window and clap But people have been bagpiping And pots and pans and all sorts Stephen Mills up next He'll take you through all that And from us it's good night We'll be back at 6 o'clock tomorrow With Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray Solicitors. Experienced players who know how to win. Talk to Thompsons.com.